0: Yo, welcome ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of 10 Toes Down. Yo, we on episode 8, and I am your host, the pharmaceutical entrepreneurial Don Dada, Dr. J. What's good? Yo, I have the highest level of excitement right now, if y'all can't tell, only because guess what, people? We got the bag from the bank so yes we got the approval for the property y'all because you remember last episode yo they gave us a denial and i told you i had to move my head down Psh, got in the bag told y'all boys I was gonna get that thing what up though but yo there's been a lesson in this whole process though um really when you when you're on this route even if you're not an entrepreneur even if you're just working um you're nine to five or you know you're doing whatever you're doing Yo, you have to remember that you are your number one asset. You are your number one asset. You have to take care of yourself. Like, if you can't take care of yourself, you can't take care of nobody else. This is including friends, boyfriend, husband, children, XYZ. You have to make sure that you are straight before you be able to give yourself to others. And I'm saying that because... Yo, in this moment right now, because after the bank approval, I'm sitting here kind of like twiddling my thumbs because there's so many other moving parts that are out of my control in regards to like lawyers, appraisals, etc. And it's like I have no control over that. And I find myself trying to like wanting to move the process. But, yo, there's a there's a lesson in time. And within this time, I really should be trying to take care of myself. In regards to make sure I get, you know, better sleep and that I'm eating right and I'm going to the gym. And don't get me wrong. I do this most of the time. Like, I'm I go to the gym daily. You know, I'm trying to get my summer body right. You know what I mean? um But now, for like lately, I just been falling. I don't know if y'all know or if y'all are like me. I can fall asleep anywhere. So, I've been falling asleep in my clothes, shoes on. I just been waking up tired. And it's and on top of that, I'm going to work and then going to the gym. And then my eating habits have just been a little bit off because I haven't been meal prepping. It's just like I feel off. You know what I mean? So you know, really take the time to, like, take care of yourself when you are in these kind of moments and let the things that you've been working so hard for, you know, work for you in the background because it's all going to work out for you good. But, um, yo, yo, we got the bag. And uh, we're going to cut to a commercial break. And when we get back, I'm going to tell y'all how I did it. i see y'all in a minute. I don't know if y'all live in the world that I live in, but it's been real crazy in these streets lately. And it's no better time to have your concealed permit license. So if you live in the Central Florida area, hit up Onyx and Gold Enterprises. They specialize in basic pistol safety, concealed carry basics, and they also offer the courses to get your concealed carry permit. Hit them up on Instagram at Onyx, O-N-Y-X, the letter N, gold, L-L-C. Hit them up. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. So first and foremost, man, y'all just don't know how excited I am in order to get this bag. I ain't gonna front I was a little nervous when the banks told me no You know what I'm saying Because it was one of those things Like this is my first time doing this I have no clue in regards to what I'm doing In order to get this done But yo, you know what We gotta get it done And there was a book called uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad And one of the things that I took away from the book In regards to how to think Is not saying that it can't be done But how can it be done and those, those are some words that stuck with me and stick with me throughout this whole entrepreneurial route because it really continues to make your brain work. When you say you can't do it, your brain just shuts off and you go on to the next thing. But when you ask how can you do it, your brain opens up and there's so many other opportunities that are there because it makes it think. So the first thing that I had to do was. Um, I went, I found out about a website called Bigger Pockets from one of the books that I was reading. Now, if you're not an investor, Bigger Pockets is kind of like the Reddit. I'm pretty sure most of y'all are familiar with Reddit. It's like the Reddit of real estate. So, any kind of question, there are so many different forums and topics all about real estate and they have investors on there they have real estate agents they have uh, brokers on there everybody's on there so any kind of question you can think of about real estate um there's on there so what i found out throughout this whole process is that you know i'm not gonna say it was a mistake but the lesson is that you going with bigger banks is sometimes a no-go um, so, we're, when I say big banks, we're talking about the Bank of America, the Chases, the Wells Fargo's, um, et cetera. And it's not that they're bad, but in regards to being an investor, sometimes investors can be seen as high risk sometimes. And banks, when it comes to homes and and investing and lending, you know, the banks are trying to figure out how they're going to get their money back. So, remember, I am in Florida and the property that I'm buying is in New York. So not only am I an investor, but I'm an out-of-state investor. So my risk kind of goes up just a tad bit more only because I'm not right there. So what I found out on Bigger Pockets is just that sometimes you may want to go around to the local banks that are in the area that you're trying to buy. Ding, ding, ding. That makes damn sense. So one of the things that they were telling me to do, um, or that people were suggesting on these type of topics or in these forums were go to credit unions. Credit unions usually offer better rates in regards to terms, um, how long you're going to be paying the loan off, at what interest rates, so on and so forth. So, you know, I hit up like three different credit unions and they're. Investor friendly, which is another term that I Googled and th- th- what I, which I was informed or told or read to do in regards to finding a bank. And I found three different credit unions um, in the area. So they're great. They are investor friendly. They want to help out in regards to investing, which is great. But one of the caveats about the credit unions were that was that because I was out of state, That made it a lot more difficult um, because they normally deal with investors who live within the area. And how someone explained it is that they they want to because I guess the credit unions use the community's money. They would uh, I guess a lot of their policies only prefer to use people or investors who are in their area to to actually lend to. Okay, it makes sense. So, you know, we got three solid no's um from from the credit unions. So from that point on, um I went to go look at back to bigger pockets and just looked at other banks or lenders and see what people have done in order to get lending. So I actually found two different people. Um one was an actual broker and another one was an actual bank. So I contacted both of them and you know both of them said they were ready to go. Um, I contacted one guy, he was trying to get me all the way through. I sent him up on my paperwork, but he was moving way too slow, um, in regards to what we were trying to accomplish. And, um, I spoke to a lady at a bank, you know, and she was great. Um, she was awesome. She told me to fill out some paperwork and I think I had like my pre-approval within like 48 hours. So. Yo, it's been um it's definitely been a different move. Now, this one even had me a little worried also because when I was calling these people, I was just sure um that I had to uh be within the area and that was probably like my biggest thing because you know out of state investing can just seem a little scary. But, you know, we got through it. She, I told her about my situation. I told her how I was trying to do it. And she said, yo, we're, we're, we'll we work with you to try to get you what you're trying to get through. So, yo, I don't know who been praying for the kid, but I appreciate the prayers. So, well, we got the approval. Um, It's a little bit more than 20% that we want to put down. It's a little bit more. But, but it's okay. Had to crunch some numbers to make sure the numbers and stuff were okay. And it's still doable. Um, like once again, it's not, it can't be done. It's more about how can it be done? So right now, as I mentioned in the earlier segment is that we're in this whole waiting period. So what happens now is that the bank does an appraisal on the actual property. So if people that are not familiar with housing, this, the basic way to say an appraisal is pretty much, what is your house worth? Or what is this building that you're trying to buy worth? So what the appraisal is going to do is that they are going to sh- the bank is going to see how much the property is worth and they're only going to land up what the property is worth. So we told you that it's going to be one hundred and forty two thousand dollars that we're going to pay for it. So if the bank comes back and appraises at one hundred and twenty, yo, that's that's all the money that they are giving on that. So we're going to have to probably negotiate and try to find out some other ways to see if we can work out the price and with the seller. But um, we're going to pray for a good appraisal. Continue to throw them prayers up for your boy. And um, I'm going to keep you all posted on that. The next part is getting insurance. So we have to make sure that you have homeowners insurance or business and business insurance for the actual property, because that goes along with the actual loan It's actually a requirement in order for the loan and stuff to go through. So, you know, we just like I said, all these moving parts um, some things I'm I'm not in control with in regards to the my my lawyer, the bank's lawyer, the seller's lawyer, to make sure the contracts and stuff are right for closing. Um, just waiting on what that date is going to be. So I literally just been twiddling my thumbs, just kind of like hoping everything goes well, trying to keep emails, keep documents, make sure everything is straight. But you know what, yo, it's moving. It's not scary. It's uncomfortable. You know what I mean? It's just something new but yet it it got done man when you really when there's a will there's a way and you know we got that thing done man so i appreciate everybody that's been listening and everybody that's been praying for the boy throughout this whole entire process because who lord when i got that no brother (laughs) brother brother but you know it's all good though so we're gonna kick to a commercial break and i'm gonna hit y'all with the book of the week and then we out of here all right i'll see y'all in a minute I don't know if y'all live in the world that I live in, but it's been real crazy in these streets lately, and it's no better time to have your concealed permit license. So if you live in the central Florida area, hit up Onyx and Gold Enterprises. They specialize in basic pistol safety, concealed carry basics, and they also offer the courses to get your concealed carry permit. Hit them up on Instagram at Onyx, O-N-Y-X, the letter N, gold, L-L-C. Hit them up welcome back ladies and gentlemen so the book of the week this week is failing forward by john maxwell listen i think i told you guys in the beginning of the first podcast like yo we have to stop looking at failure as such a bad thing in order to succeed failure almost has to happen it's it's bound to happen But instead of looking at failure as a bad thing, look at the lesson within failure. What did you learn throughout the whole process? You have to it's not about failing. I think people when you say, you know, failure is not an option. No, quitting is not an option. But if you are going to go do something new and you're going to step out, you're going to make mistakes. You know what I mean? Everything is not going to be perfect. Stop looking for all the puzzle pieces in order to get started. Because what happens is that because you're so scared to fail, you're never going to get started because everybody wants perfection. And then perfection is not going to happen. As you see all my ups and downs in the little time that I've been doing this already. Like there's you can't have one without the other. The more failure that you have, actually, the more lessons that are learned and the more things you can also pass down to somebody. But the more success you will end up having, because that shows that you're at least trying. So this book was phenomenal in that aspect in regards to changing my mindset. Um, just really, yo, if you have an idea, if you want to go, this go out there and do it, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's What's the worst that can happen? You ain't going to die or nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's the worst that's going to happen that you might have to go back to your job or you might lose a little money and you got to start all over again? Man, it, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, you can get fired tomorrow So what you going to do exactly hope you start failing so you can start succeeding right but yo i definitely highly recommend it man y'all know what i'm already on man all the bull, holla at your boy besos i'ma keep saying it until i get a doggone sponsorship and y'all gonna be like he been saying that for years damn right but yo kick this week's ass it deserves it And remember, man, you got 10 toes down. You got another chance to get this right. I'll holla at y'all later, man. Peace.